Hey guys, and welcome back to the Prehistoric Life Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Crawford. And today, we're going to jump in with the... <laughs> Bear with me here. Eastereptospondylus. I'm trying, man. This is wild. A wild name. I'm just trying my best here. So, Eusterreptospondylus. This might actually be... Is it anywhere on it? No. That might actually be an Allosaurus, but it looks similar enough. So it's got the the head crest slash spike. Where's the... Here. It's got the head crest spike thing, as you can see on the drawing here, too. Uh, eye under it, it's got the, like, I would call them frills. I guess they're tight. No, I'd call them spines. This boy's damaged. I've had them for a while. Spines on the back. Uh, yeah. I got some, they got the spines on the back. They got the more longer arms. Three finger appendages. Build claws. Uh, you got the foot. Classic theropod foot. The longer tail. Big old powerful thighs. So that they can move around faster. They can sprint around faster. I'll lay that bad boy down here. Give me a second. There we go. Sorry. Got to get, had to go get another show and teller. This is actually an Allosaurus toe fossil, but toe fossil, not, not the entire toe, but the toe claw, if that makes sense. Um, I'm sure Eastio rep, I'm gonna call it the Eastio rep for short. Reptospondylus. Eastio reptospondylus. I think I got it. Eusterreptospondylus. I'm sure it had very similar toe claw like structure. I'm sure it was in a very. It's, I mean, it's a theropod. It's in a similar family as the Allosaurus. So, hang on. I think this actually might be an Allosaurus figure. Just like a different. What do you call it? Like subspecies genus. Um. So you got like the Allosaurus versus the Eusterreptospondylus. I mean, they look very similar. Put that bad boy back. Eusterreptospondylus and Allosaurus. I mean, even on here, put Big Al back. Put him there. I mean. That's Eusterreptospondylus. That's Allosaurus. I mean, they got the very similar. They got the crest on their head. They got the uh, arms. This is similar. They have the more rounded snout. 
Uh, they got the same arm appendages. I mean, they're in a very similar, like, what do you call it? Like, species where they're kind of intertwined together. Um, so these bad boys get up to, I'll put that back there so y'all can look at that, 23 feet long. They can weigh up to, like, 450 to 550 pounds. I feel like that's more younger specimens because I feel like they can weigh a couple tons. It's just allosaurus. Yeah, I feel like they can get up to like maybe one ton, so 550 to one ton. They're about 14 feet tall. Their diet was meat and small slash medium animals. Basically whatever they could hunt down, get in their teeth, bite, kill, things like that. So their fossils were found in Britain. It's a medium carnivore. It hunted in packs of, I'd go with two to three. It lived in deserts and forest plains. So, yeah, it, it tended to wander in basically whatever it could find. It would probably munch down on. Similar to the Allosaurus, because Allosaurus actually lived in deserts slash a more foresty plain area. When I say plains, don't imagine like the modern plains where you have like, oh, there's grass everywhere. Grass didn't really exist back then. There wasn't really grass per se. That's a more modern I don't want to say invention because nobody invented grass. Uh, it ex existed 165 million years ago. So mid, mid to like late Jurassic, 65 to 166, I'd give it. Is it on here? No. So about in these areas right here where you can see the Allosaurus claw. I'd give it that. So, Estioreptospondylus. Let me talk about that for a second. That's a wild name. I mean, I don't really know who, who came up with that, just off the top of my head. Let me do some quick research. Who discovered the Easteroptus one? Someone named James Parker discovered and named it in 1870. Workers from Summertown Brick Pit, just north of Oxford, England, so Britain, England, found a skeleton of a theropod. The remains. were acquired by the local bookseller James Parker who brought them to the attention of the Oxford professor John Phillips. So it was like a bookseller. All these crazy dinosaur names are always found by like there's a random farmer. He was farming. Oh, he found some big old bone and everybody's like come on, dude. But 
personally, I think it's a pretty interesting dinosaur. Uh, Britain, we kind of get on here. Not a lot, but often enough. So, yeah, I mean, that works. Do I do I like it? I mean, it's an interesting, it's a good dinosaur. <sighs> kind of another, like, it, it kind of gets into that, the, that, like, area where it's, like, generic theropod, if that makes sense. Or, like, you have T-Rex, where it's, like, the famous king of the dinosaurs, but then you get, like, you're, like, dinosaur, and this is what you imagine. Kind of thing, but... I still find it cool. I still like it. But, um, it's very interesting that it was found by a bookseller. So, I think that's pretty cool that, like, it kind of goes to show that paleontology isn't just for paleontologists. Anybody can really discover them. Paleontology is more the what was this creature? What was it made of? But, well, not what was it made of. It was made of both, like, flesh, blood, and bone. But that's besides the point. But, like, it kind of shows you that, like, the digging up part of paleontology kind of comes into play with, like, anyone. So, I still find it find it like a very cool dinosaur. Uh, yeah, I mean it was a pretty wicked dinosaur. Remember to follow on the YouTube's. Wow, I cannot hold my phone right. I'll show y'all the YouTube. Ooh. and on Instagram, there you go, showing that off. Remember to follow on YouTube and Instagram. I'm your host, Eric Crawford. Remember, keep it prehistoric. Signing off. I will see you all next time for another episode of Prehistoric Life Podcast. Signing off. I'm going to try something new. Look at that right there. Goodbye.